Uh, he's 13. Oh, so, yeah. yeah he can't that, aren't allowed to like anything. No, they're not. But it means, because I've had a lot of like 13 year old, like 15 year old kids come up, check out my sneakers. They're like, hey man, I love the show. Can I get a picture for my Instagram? Like, that's so cool. Yeah. Because that wasn't, like, that's, CBC growing up for me was, was never going to appeal to teenagers. <laughs> and now these teenagers are finding it. Right. And they're telling their friends about it. Yeah. And it's become part of their language. Like, I was hanging out at a park, like Christie Pitts, and a bunch of teenagers were hanging out and like go 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 and one kid came up he's like are you Kim to Kim's convenience I'm like yeah thanks for watching too. he's like cool and he ran back and said I told you <laughs> so cool you know so yeah. I love it um, and yeah I mean you guys are you know, you're sitting on Netflix now yeah. we're about to launch season 3 yeah, yeah. and we were just talking over there with a couple of our fellow bloggers that it's Kim's convenience only Having run for two seasons now is very identifiably Canadiana. It is now like a cornerstone of not only the CBC but of Canadian culture yeah. in two seasons. I mean, I you know, we were throwing around lines like beachcombers yeah. and Da Vinci's no pressure, yeah. I, I think it speaks to the hunger and the need for, for, for urban stories. I mean, mm-hmm. especially the, the city, city of Toronto, we're 51.5% people of color in, yeah. in Toronto, right? And there are very few shows that actually show that. And actually 515 doesn't include First Nations, so more like 55%. Yeah. So um, a show where actually you see, where you see characters with the kind of diversity that we all experience every day on the subway, yeah. at our kids' schools, at work. Um, it, 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 we, we, we as a country need this so badly. And mm-hmm. uh, I, th- I think that's a large part of the reason people are so excited about it. And also there's comedic opportunities that, are, that our writers are able to really dig into that, um, uh, that, 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 that just jokes that haven't been mined yet. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, we just said that over there, that there's really no reason for the show to ever end. No. There's always tales to tell. Right. And, and that's the thing, you can do like little goofy character moments or just tell a whole yeah. important story. And you guys have done that regularly. And it's an involving series. I mean, just sitting on it, you guys are two years in now. How does it feel just to know that, you know, you're having this kind of an impact? Yeah. It's it's a joyous feeling to know that, uh, well, OKCU, someone messaged me recently and said, uh, I, I used OKCU as a greeting the other day. He said, is that racist of me? <laughs> and I, I wrote back, I'm like, you watch a show and you love it. And you've connected to the family and you've connected to the catchphrase of the lead character right. and you use it in your life. You're not mocking us. You want to be part of us. Yeah. How cool is that? So for years, like Seinfeld, there's all the yada, 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 all the phrases. We've gotten OKCU and Dongji as part of mainstream yeah. culture. <laughs> I'm very okay with that. I apologize to the parents and the teachers, but I'm very okay with that. So it is joy to know that we are a comfort in people's lives mm-hmm. and that we're something that people can watch and just feel happy. Right? Yeah. And I'm really excited about how, how uh, engaged a lot of viewers are now in exploring Korean culture and Korean food. Like uh, our Twitter followers will every now and then will, will some, someone will post a, a photo of, 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 of a Korean meal that they're having for the first time. Nice. Which I just think is so exciting because food is the first the first point of of sharing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the center. It's a cent. It's yeah. a center point of of a family of coming together and eating together. It's the first cultural offering that can be under, you know, that can be given and received. And it, it just, 
that makes me so happy because when I was growing up as a kid, Korean food was there was a lot of shame around it because kimchi is very pungent. Like mm. my, I remember my father um, being really aware that. He, he, like my father would normally in Korea, if if he, and if he, if on a weekend, he would have his breakfast would be a Korean breakfast, would be rice with a bunch of side dishes and kimchi. But if he's going to work, no kimchi because people just couldn't, they could smell huh. the garlic, and there's a lot of shame around that. And I remember asking my mom for like ham and cheese sandwiches when she was making me kimbap, right, like yeah. sushi, yeah. and I was like, I don't want that. That's too weird, right? My friends are gonna freak out. But now, like the the kids. The little kids are like they're into. They're you get that? You're lucky. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Now, so you have so you have kimbap. Oh. What are you having? Such a difference yeah. now. Yeah. You know, like I, 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 when I was a kid, nobody knew where Korea was. They they'd call you chink. They mm. call you jap. But they didn't know where Korea was. And then you say mash, and they go oh. And then they still didn't know where it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's a lot. But we, it, I think it's a reflection of of our country and the times we live mm-hmm. in right now yep. with what's happening in the world. Yeah, I think it's so good to have a show that uh, that people can relate to. Mm-hmm. But it is also thought provoking because you know some of the stuff that I'm on Apple go through. Uh, you know, yeah, like are things that like that reflect our culture. Yeah, and I think that's what what people. Like I, I find older Canadians like the CBC diehards. Mm. I love when they come up to me. One recently, he's like. I just love the show. It's so smart. And I love that we can be relatable, funny, and smart. Right? Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. And it's a credit to our writers totally. for, 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 for putting together these wonderful storylines and really finding the voice. Yeah, and it's also obviously in part of the casting because you guys have such great chemistry on screen. People want to watch you. You know, we tune in every week and we've watched multiple episodes on rerun just because it's like, because growing up for me, it was Family Ties. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I get yeah. that same vibe from you guys. Oh, it's, wow. just, it's just a comfort. Oh, it's, yeah, you. it's a comfort to kind of know you guys are there. Yeah. We basically yeah. hang out on a weekly basis, and you guys just don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we, we were expecting invites now. Now that we're done. But we didn't realize it as we were as we were making it in, say, season one. But just it, it's it now feels like a radical assertion to have a show about an immigrant family with all of these other immigrant. Uh, characters without without it being a political mm-hmm. thing. It's just right. this is who we it's are. This is yeah. this is what it is. But now, uh, given given the um, what's going on in the United States and the and the sort of the the, the shifting rhetoric, the the, host, the hostile rhetoric towards immigrants, towards mm-hmm. refugees, and the dehumanizing of of immigrants in, by the, uh, the our, our neighbor's president, it just feels like a really radical thing to have this this world where we're all working together we're all working hard and we're all you know we're just regular kind people with some funny stories it it feels really radical right now yeah but we're the better for it the people are just living their lives it's radical it's a point of pride too I mean you you talk about how I mean I'm extremely proud of the work that we've done in the first two seasons I think people watch it they're proud to say this is a Canadian show yeah Yeah. like this is not an Asian Canadian this is a Canadian Canadian. show Yeah. yeah And that's something that I, I, I'm just like, just talking to you guys, like, it's tweaking on me now. It's like, yeah, it's something that people are proud of, that yeah. we're a great representation of the ideal version of what are the best of our country. Yeah. Yes. You yeah. know? Yeah. And, um, yeah. yeah, and just by just being. Yeah. Just, yeah. By, just by being. 
kind of feels like the antidote to this like 24-hour news cyclone, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, what is happening in the White House? What is happening out in the world? Yeah. And, and I think it's really easy to kind of tune into that and get really, really down on the way of things. But like, you know, you walk out on the street and you and you hang out with families and, and you don't see any of that. And I feel like if that's something that we could just kind of distill into the essence of the show and share with people, it's just a it's just a night out with, with some yeah. friends really. Yeah. And you don't have to we don't have to get political, we don't have to no, talk we do about not. How the world is gonna end pretty soon. <laughs> Danny, Danny, nice. Damn, bro. Wait, wait to wrap it up, buddy. <laughs>